Welcome to the Eagles Live podcast as the Eagles prepare for preseason game number two in New England. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Glad to be with you. Thanks for listening and being part of the show. It's been a smooth sailing kind of preseason for the Eagles and we're actually now past the halfway point of training camp and the preseason. There's been no drama for the Eagles. The injury picture, which requires a lot of attention with some key players rehabbing from last season. Quarterback Carson Wentz, wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey, and defensive lineman Tim Jernigan and Brandon Graham among them. Well, it's been pretty quiet otherwise as we look ahead. The Eagles have been motoring along in practice in relatively good health and all, that's all of us right now, knock on wood collectively to keep it that way. The Eagles have not been overly active churning the roster in the summer, a couple of moves here and there, but they made one this week that is certainly intriguing. The team signed quarterback Christian Hackenberg, a third round draft pick by the New York Jets in 2017. Now, before that, he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school and for a season, simply outstanding in Penn State's pro-style offense, but Hackenberg was a bust with the Jets and then was traded after two seasons to Oakland this past spring and then was released by the Raiders less than a month after he arrived. The Eagles now have him and they're going to take a good long look at a big, strong, athletic quarterback who they hope to work with and maybe develop and at some point down the line, perhaps he helps the Eagles one way or the other. Certainly the Eagles not interested in screwing around with the top of their quarterback depth chart. They've got Carson Wentz, the franchise. They've got Nick Foles. Reality says he has signed through 2019, but maybe won't be here next year. And then they've got Nate Sudfeld, who after this season will be a restricted free agent. So where does Hackenberg fit in? Well, he fits in by first learning the offense, working on his mechanics, and becoming a better quarterback day by day. For now, Hackenberg is glad to be in Philadelphia with a fresh start. You know, really excited. You know, it's been impressive what they've done since they've been here, and their toolage is shown on the field. Carson's played really well. Nick played incredible. It goes down the line with that. So I'm really excited for that opportunity. I think these guys are awesome. It's been a really receptive room. The coaching staff has been awesome, so I'm really excited. Yeah, I came in for a workout yesterday and, you know, hung around a little bit, ended up signing and got thrown into a walkthrough. Then I had to drive back to my house in Jersey to go pick up a bag of clothes, drive back to the hotel. So it's been kind of hectic. I was sitting on my couch, you know, for like the past two months, working out, going flying all over the place. So it just feels good to be back out in the field and have some pads and cleats and stuff on. And whether it be watching practice for right now or being able to stay after and throw for 20, 35 minutes and actually get good work in with the team, I think that's what you miss the most. So that's the coolest part. I'm going to come in every day and learn as much as I can from these guys, learn as much as I can from Nick and Carson and Nate and all those guys. Hit it hard. It's my opportunity whenever that comes, whatever this is. You know, I assume they signed me for a reason. So, you know, I'm just going to come in and give them everything I have in terms of picking it up, trying to push myself and learn as much as I can mentally and take that on while also making sure I stay up on everything physically. So, you know, it's going to be tough, but again, it's a challenge and I'm excited for it. Like I said, it's better than sitting on the couch. It was my first training camp I haven't been in since I can remember. I mean, in some form. So, you know, it was tough. It was a lot of work, like I said, you know, but being able to finally get that call and come in and do things, it puts things in perspective. You know, you take things for granted so many times in your life and you don't miss it until it's taken away from you for a little bit. I understand it wasn't like a year or anything like that. Like there's been way crazier stories, but you know, getting a taste of that, it's not a good sandwich to bite into. So like I said, just really happy to be here.
As the Eagles move closer to the regular season, I thought it would be an appropriate time to hear from some people who don't often talk. The assistant coaches. We've got a few of them here queued up for you, so let's get to it as we focus on the defensive side of this Eagles team. Chris Wilson has a defensive line that is long on talent and experience. He's got a lot to work with, including newcomers Michael Bennett, Haloti Nada, and Josh Sweat. It's time now to talk about the defensive line with Coach Chris Wilson. Chris, you've now had a chance to work with Michael Bennett. What are your thoughts? Well, he had a good game. Played about 12 snaps for us. Graded out pretty well. Obviously, he's physical. Still has the ability to rush. So, it was pleased. Obviously, it's early in camp. You know, you're training some new fundamentals, new techniques. But overall, he's been really good. The way you do it, much different than the way he's done it in his career? I don't want to say much, but there's subtle nuances in it. So you're always trying to, you know, clean up the details with it. But overall, conceptually, he has a high football IQ. He gets it. How receptive is he to being taught? Great. I think he's enjoying the fresh start. He's great in meetings. He's great on the sideline. He's a good teacher with the guys. So, you know, last night was the first time I had a chance to experience him on the sideline. He was great, a great listener, understands adjustments. Then when he was done, he did a great job of working with the young guys. And then Halode and Josh, the other two kind of newcomers who we all project to have an impact. What have you seen from them? Obviously, having a chance to start with a Haloti, you got a veteran guy who definitely has played this game at a high level. And the thing that you're seeing is the wise. He's great at the point of contact. He's been really physical in the run blocks. You know, obviously, it's like anything. He's been at a couple places. So you're still trying to clean up the language, try to teach a few details in regards to how we do things here at Philadelphia. But overall, he's been a great leader, too. And then you talk about Josh Sweat. I'm excited about him. Obviously, he played about 30-some snaps. It was positive. And I think he's even going to play more in this upcoming week, you know, especially, hopefully, some in our nickel package for us. At linebacker, the Eagles are pleased that Jordan Hicks played without any problems in the preseason opener and that he's been on the field all the way through the summer and is looking really, really good. Nigel Bradham is a quality strong side linebacker and the Eagles have an open competition at the will position as Nathan Gary and Camus Grugier-Hill are competing along with Corey Nelson for the starting role. Linebacker coach Ken Flagel likes what he's seen from the group as he discusses here. You got changes. Michael Kendrick's gone. Nigel won't be there for the opening game. Jordan's been coming off the injury. So what questions do you have that you want to see answered between now and September 6th? Oh, I think the big thing is, Dave, is just watching these guys being able to operate within our defense and be able to communicate with each other effectively enough that they can play efficiently on game day. You know, sometimes playing with a guy works out a lot of kinks, particularly in the coverage aspect of what we do. So, you know, having Jordan and Nigel back, again, has been important. Now what we've got to do is we've got to find that weak side linebacker and our base package that can not only fit in physically for us, but also fit in from a mental standpoint, being able to communicate and have those guys kind of operate as one. Do you feel good about what you've seen? I do. I like our depth. I like the guys that we have there. I like the competition at the position. As people have seen that have come out to practice, we rotate a lot of guys in at a lot of different positions. You know, people have said, well, Corey Nelson, you know, he's been a will. Corey's also played Mike and Sam for us, too, if you watch all the practices. And that's by design. We're here to try to cross-train guys, you know, when you only have a 53-man roster. And guys have to play multiple positions. 
questions because you just can't predict what injuries are going to happen or what's going to happen through the course of a game that's going to force a guy to have to play a position. And what I don't want to do is get caught and have to throw a guy in a ball game and he has little or no training at that position. That's not fair to him. It's not fair to the team. So really, as we build this thing and we're building the depth at linebacker, it's important for us to have a lot of competition, but also for guys having the ability to play other positions within the linebacker crew for us to operate during the course of the year. How about Leroy Reynolds? Where does he fit into the equation? Well, he's one of those guys, again, just like Corey and Kamu and Nate that's in there battling for one of our spots. Again, just like Corey, he wasn't with us last year. And again, he didn't compete in the competitive stuff in the spring because of his injury. He's getting better. You know, every rep that he gets, he grows a little bit. But he'll continue to ascend and get better just like the other guys that weren't with us that are on our team right now. I'm Eagles linebacker Jordan Hicks. Picked off at midfield. Hicks and again. And Hicks again is second of the game. And you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. In the secondary, the Eagles are set at safety with Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod. And they're set at the starting cornerback spots on the outside with Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills. Darby has been a bit of a forgotten man as far as media attention, but he's drawn the interest and the praise of coach Corey Unlin who loves what he's seen from number 21. The way that he came in last year started training camp didn't know anybody didn't know me I didn't know anybody. Every organization does stuff different. I mean, we're pretty demanding here. I'm pretty demanding. So it took a little while for me to get in this groove. And then when you get hurt 16 plays into the first game, and then you're not out there again. So I think by the time we got through the Super Bowl and we were done with that game, I think he was like, all right, I'm feeling comfortable here. And then you go through the whole offseason, I think he was a completely different, just mindset, everything. Way more comfortable, kind of found his groove in the group. Not so much on the field. I'm just talking about with those guys in the locker room and not just the DBs, the whole thing. So I've really really liked him all through OTAs and I've liked him so far through training camp so and he had clean game I mean he first run came through there he triggered really fast ended up in the C gap there and then didn't really get another ball there so not much I really like where he's at otherwise Unlin has a cornerback group that is competing and that still needs an answer at the nickel position we go one-on-one with Corey Unlin you've rolled guys through all spring throughout the OTAs throughout training camp preseason now is the cream starting to rise is it starting to separate in your mind? No, I would say Darb, Jay, Rodney, and Malcolm like where they're at right now as far as those four going out there when we start. We were talking about the nickel. I don't know who's going in there. We'll find out. I mean, we still got a long way to go here in training camp, Dave, and we'll let that play out, not just the games, but practice as well. So we'll keep it rolling through there, and then by the time we get done with the fourth preseason game and we get into that last one, we'll be good. There used to be a saying it's not applicable anymore after the Super Bowl last year, but if you have two quarterbacks, that means you have none. If you haven't decided at nickel yet, what does that mean to you? It means you have good options? You pleased with your options? Pleased with the options, for sure, yeah. I just, we're not ready to make a decision on who that's going to be. Most guys all need the experience, and then obviously when you get into the game, Sidney got a good little run last night. He ends up getting hurt there, dinged with the ankle, but Bosby got in there a bunch, and then Avante was in there too, so we'll keep sliding them through. We'll get DJ in there here in the next couple weeks, and then we'll see how it plays. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting it all together, and thanks to you for taking a listen. We'll have another instant reaction Eagles Live podcast on Thursday night, Friday morning, after the Eagles-Patriots game. I'm insider Dave Spitz saying have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E-S!